Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little for PokerCoaching.com here today with another episode of Weekly Poker Hand and today we're going to be reviewing a hand from High Stakes Duel 2 between Dale Negreanu and Phil Helmuth. Shane Jett in the comment section recommended I review this hand plus a few others so thank you very much for that. Let's go ahead and get right to it. We are playing Heads Up 38 big blinds deep. This is a little bit different than when we're playing deeper stacked poker like the Daniel Negreanu Doug Polk match. So make sure you are using good, fundamentally sound pre-flop strategies. Actually, at pokercoaching.com, we just released a spin and go course where you're often playing relatively shallow stacked and we have full in-depth GTO charts for playing something like 25 big blinds-ish and shallower there to make sure you are not messing up. So, in this hand, Phil Helmuth limps. We are playing a little bit deeper than 25 big blinds. We're playing 38. And with 6-4 suited, you can mix it up between raising or checking. You can do whatever you want. Um, Daniel Negreanu actually reviewed this hand on his YouTube channel and a few other hands. So make sure you check that out if you want his analysis at youtube.com slash poker. And he said that he's using mixed strategy here, which makes a whole lot of sense. When you do have a drawing hand like this, low suited connected type hands, it is important that you raise sometimes because if you only raise the best big card hands, your opponents are going to know that when you raise, you just have a good big card hand, right? So you want to mix it up with some of the low suited connectors. I actually have a quiz where you can test yourself on how to play draws to make sure you're not screwing up. So check that out at pokercoaching.com slash draws quiz. There'll be a link below in the comment section that you can check that out. All right. Negreanu does decide to go to a three big blind raise. In this spot, you're going to want to probably have two raise sizes, a relatively small raise size to about three big blinds, and also a big raise size, like six or seven big blinds. That may sound a little bit odd to some people who have not studied shallow stacked, heads up, no limit, hold them, but it is often something that you want to do. And now, Phil Helmuth does something very bizarre. He, well, re-raises small. We're playing 250, 500. And it went limp, three big blinds, seven big blinds. So now with 6-4 suited, this is a scenario where you just have to call because we're getting such amazing pot odds. Pot odds exist and, uh, you know, 6-4 suited is a hand where usually you're not going to get in too much trouble after the flop unless you flop a very strong hand like a straight flush draw or two pair. If it comes like king, six, three, you know you're probably not stacking off. Yeah, it's rough, but you're not stacking off. So when you're in this scenario and someone re-raises small in pretty much any scenario, if you're getting very good pot odds, you'd have to stick around with hands that have good implied odds, like suited connected hands. In this scenario, the only hands you can really fold are gonna be like big card, little card offsuit hands. Like say we raised, I don't know, king five offsuit in this scenario for whatever reason. Uh, that's a hand you should probably fold because it's going to play very poorly post-flop, but you cannot fold the suited connected hands. You can't fold the good big cards. You just have to call and hope to flop well. That said, if we know Helmuth's range is like exactly aces, which I don't think it is, but if we know it is exactly aces, you can play even a little bit tighter than what I just recommended. But the thing is, is Phil Helmuth mixes it up. In the spot, I expect him to have a pretty strong range, but mostly big pairs, ace-king, ace-queen, maybe some slightly weaker hands like ace-jack, ace-ten, maybe a few total random bluffs because Phil does mix it up. And for that reason, you just can't play too tight here. Negreanu does call. He should check every flop to Helmuth because Helmuth has all of the premium hands in his range and Negreanu probably doesn't. Uh, Negreanu smashes it. Four, four, three. Woohoo! Throw a party, right? In this scenario, when you have 
a party hand. You want to check. Like I said, you're checking anyway, right? This is a scenario where when you completely lack the range and the nut advantage, you have to check, which Negranu does. And now Helmuth bets 4,000 out of his 15,000 stack. This is getting great for Negranu. What would you do here in Negranu's shoes? Think, take a second, think about this. Consider the range I just laid out for Helmuth. Given that range, what would you do in Negranu's shoes? I want you to take a second, think about it, pause the video, and write what you would do in the comments section below. Would you call? Would you re-raise the minimum to 8,000? Or would you go all in? Go ahead and pause the video and write what you do in the comments section below. All right, hope you went through that active learning process. Going through the active learning process is gonna go a long way to helping you improve your skills. And I have over a thousand interactive quizzes very similar to this at pokercoaching.com. And you can try them for free at pokercoaching.com slash free. So go check that out. This is a spot where since Helmus range contains some hands, ace, king, ace, queen, ace, jack, maybe king, queen, maybe some bluffs that are drawing thin to dead, I think you just wanna call. And you may say, don't you just wanna stack the overpairs? The thing is, is you gotta presume you're gonna stack aces, kings, queens, jacks, tens, maybe nines, maybe eights. You have to presume you're gonna stack those hands a lot of the time anyway, because if you do call, as Negreanu actually does, notice the pot is 15,000 and Helmuth only has 11,000 left. So he only has three-fourths pot or so. This is a scenario where you should expect to stack your opponent a large chunk of the time, even if the turn and river card are bad, because let's say he does have tens and the river is a jack, right? Or a king or a queen. This is a spot where if Negranu shoves all in, Helm is still probably just going to find the crying call. And if he is folding out hands like jacks, then, well, you can get to bluff him a large chunk of the time. So you don't really care about when he has the overpairs because you're going to stack those most of the time. You mainly con are concerned with how do you get full value from ace high and random bluffs. And the only way you're going to get Helmuth to put in all of his money in this spot, given he does seem to like to overfold to aggression, is to call and let him stick around with ace high and maybe hit a pair. Or decide to make a bluff or decide to make a hero call on the river, right? So I definitely like Negranu's play. Turn is the eight of hearts, which, you know, when we're playing this shallow stack, I don't think it really matters all that much. Like if your opponent does have a flush, you're, you're just going to pay him off anyway, right? You're not trying to fold here. But again, the main concern is keeping Helmuth in the pot so that he has a chance to improve to a better hand that is still worse than the trip fours. Obviously in this spot, Helmuth could have a hand like Ace of Hearts King that may only put money in if he makes a flush, but that's just not gonna happen all that often anyway. I mean, realize the flush card's not gonna come every time. I know a lot of people like to complain in the chat box below about how their opponents seem to always spike on the river, but I promise you, they only spike on the river about 18% of the time. All right, Negranu checks and Helmuth checks behind, fine. River is the five of spades, and now Negrano has to decide how much to bet. And here, given Helmuth checked behind on the turn, I would probably presume he doesn't have a whole lot of overpairs. So, if he doesn't have a whole lot of overpairs, and he probably has a whole lot of hands like ace high, what should we do? Well, the thing is that if Helmuth has ace high and Negrano checks, Helmuth's just going to check behind and have some showdown value, right? So I really don't like checking in this spot. Negranu needs to bet. So the question becomes, how much will Helmuth call with ace high? 
And I think the bet, you have to go for a pretty small bet, like 3,000, 4,000, something like that. I think when you start going more than three or 4,000, that's going to result in Helmuth folding out the ace high. And that's not good, right? Now, of course, if Helmuth's range does contain more overpairs, let's say because we know he's always going to check behind on this scary turn with pocket queens because he's worried about the flush, which I don't think is going to happen. But if he is going to check behind with a hand like pocket queens, then you should definitely just bet bet big, bet all in, right? Because he's not going to fold queens to the river shove. I got to presume he's not going to fold an overpair to the river shove. And again, if he is folding overpairs to the river shoves, Negreanu should just get to every river and bluff like mad because Helmuth's folding almost everything, right? So... Depending on what Negreanu thinks about Helmuth's range, you should either bet very small in this spot or big. And um, I, I probably would have gone small in this spot. It's annoying. You want to try to get full value from your trips. But if you can narrow your opponent's range to a, a relatively narrow range of like very marginal-ish made hands like Ace High, you should probably just go small, especially if you know your opponent's not inclined to make hero calls. And Negreanu does go 5K. I, I think this may be a little bit big. It's tough to know because that uh, helmet didn't actually have a side here. But I think he may start finding folds for 5k. When in spots like this, I usually go just like a little bit less than I think they would realistically call. And I think 4k is right around the borderline with a side. But, you know, whatever. He goes 5k. And Helmuth does elect to call with the pocket nines. Brutal. One of the hands that Negranu probably... Could have gotten all the money from. But again, I certainly don't fault Negreanu for not going for all the money in this spot. And this allowed Helmuth to survive with 6,000 chips. He proceeded to get blinded down to about 3,000 chips. At the end of this hand, Negreanu turned up his three fours and says, three fours. Helmuth stands up as he tends to do. He says, you know, you might win this effing match, but I'll tell you what, I hate the way you played. You played so effing bad, it's crazy. What the F are you putting 3,700 in with 6-4 against me? Why are you doing this? Um, and like I said, pot odds exist, right? Helmuth comes from mostly deeper stack tournaments where, you know, whenever somebody puts in the re-raise before the flop and you're out of position and you're not getting good pot odds, you should fold. But remember, Negranu was getting really, really, really good odds pre-flop. Let's go back to pre-flop, right? This is very important. Whenever you have to put in, what is this? It's, not, it's like 2,200 chips to try to win 7,400. You just can't fold reasonable hands. Is it 20? No, it's set. I, my, my, I'm so bad at math. Goodness gracious. 15 to 30. 22. Yeah, yeah. Just good pot odds, right? When you're getting good pot odds, you can't fold. So, Negrande correctly says, I put 2,200 in, not uh, 3,700, right? And then, how do you get yourself trapped there? I think what Helmuth is thinking is that Negranu, pres he presumes Negranu is just going to like stack off every time he makes a pair, but I don't think that's the case. Then Negranu makes the criminal sin of pulling a towel out of his bag and shaking it at him. In case you need it, if you want to throw in the towel, it's here for you if you want it. <laughs> and then Helma said, what you've done to me is criminal. Look, I am not superstitious about much of anything in poker or life. But one thing I am superstitious about is premature celebration. Only a few times in my career have I made the error of prematurely celebrating. I remember one time I was actually playing a heads up tournament. We were down to four people. This was at the Mirage a long time ago. And I uh, got it all in 
with like 92% equity or something. And one of my friends on the rail is like, yeah, you won. I'm like, oh no. Obviously my opponent spikes the 8%er. And I lost in, in the top four instead of, uh, you know, making the finals. And uh, no premature celebration. That said, this was on Poker Go. Make sure you check it out at PokerGo.com. And they, they got to play it up to the cameras a little bit. You got to needle a little bit. You especially got to needle Phil Hummus a little bit because uh, he, he seems to react interestingly to it. So I certainly do not fault the... You want to throw in the towel? That's going to be it for today. Hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, do me a quick favor and click the like and subscribe buttons below and also the notification bell so that you know when I have new content coming out. I'm doing my best to produce lots and lots of free content here for YouTube. So if you do enjoy it, do me that quick favor. Good luck in your games. Have a great, great week. And I'll talk to you next time.